For nearly a decade, Bloom Magazine has been, as its tagline says, celebrating life in Bloomington in more than a hundred full-color glossy pages every two months. With its high production values and ads for upscale goods and services, the magazine represents Bloomington as an affluent, even glamorous burg, while the December 2015 issue is consistent with Bloom's look Its main feature, which at 22 pages is the magazine's longest ever, tells a different story about the city. WFIU's Yael Cassander reports. The current issue of Bloom magazine features a shot Ray Jordan took on the edge of the Indiana University campus, looking east through the sample gates. Taken just before sunrise, the greenish glow of the artificial light on the limestone in the foreground contrasts dramatically with the indigo sky streaked with clouds in the distance. But training his eye on beautiful scenery is not something Jordan's done much of for decades. This is kind of like a a reprieve <laughs> from from the ugliness that you know that you that you see as well and and that you experience, you know, with other homeless people, you know. Once an amateur photographer, the 74-year-old Air Force vet and former employee of RCA and the U.S. Postal Service has been homeless since 1983. Uh, it was just uh, kind of weird. Uh, my life just kind of crumbled around me, and uh, my wife left me. She complained to the uh, Child Protection Agency, and then they came out and took the kids away, and then it was just a... Uh, and I made some wrong turns. So. Jordan has been sleeping in his vehicle or at a shelter for over 30 years. You can't park in the same spot every night, you know, because the neighbors get suspicious. They're afraid of you. They think that you're going to break in and kill them. I don't know what they think, you know. And some of them act like they're scared to death. And when I see that, then I move. I just get out of there. But sometimes you don't see that. Sometimes they're hidden behind their blinds and they're peeking out. And, that kind of stuff, you know. During the day, Jordan often checks in at the Shalom Community Center. Shalom is a resource center for people experiencing extreme poverty. Reverend Forrest Gilmore is Shalom's executive director. Uh, we particularly are known for our work with homelessness, although we work with people in all stages of poverty and struggle and challenge. Uh, we operate housing programs, case management, offer a lot of emergency services, life essentials, showers, laundry, meals, that kind of thing. Shalom offers a lot of practical things. Virginia Hall is a street outreach worker for Shalom. But I believe that real recovery and real rehabilitation of the human being is a spiritual journey. And it's not just food and shelter. Which takes us back to Ray Jordan and his picture in Bloom magazine. It's the culmination of an idea Bloom's editor proposed to Shalom back in the spring and implemented with support from Pictura Gallery. About a dozen of Shalom's clients were outfitted with Canon PowerShot cameras and trained in their use and mentored artistically by professional photographers. The participants were given financial incentives once the cameras were returned and again when the photos were published in the magazine. Jordan was among those to whom the opportunity was extended. They chose you because you'd been an amateur photographer, or how did they make that choice? You know what? They didn't know anything about that. And that was the same question I asked them. Why did you pick me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't drug. I don't, 
And I'm sure that they were trying to look for people that were responsible, you know. So I, I would have fallen into that mode. The project gave people who are not regularly asked to be relied on the chance to prove their dependability. We didn't know what would come out of it. We had no idea. Well, we were worried whether our clients would be able to follow through. We were worried about whether, um, you know, the cameras would come back. And all, everybody that participated completed it. They did amazing. They did so well. All told, they took over 5,000 photos. The gratification that comes with completing a task and receiving approval and compensation for doing so was one major benefit of the project. I mean, are they going to all become photographers? That's not the point. But that it boosted them enough maybe to say, hey, I can do something and I can follow through. Uh, maybe I could apply for a job. But maybe there was something specific about taking and sharing photographs that helped elevate their spirits more than finishing any other job would have. Did it, did it feel good that this magazine wanted to know what the world looked like through your eyes? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I, I can't really explain it. Uh, yeah, I felt, I felt really good. Really good, you know. It was nice to get a camera back in my hands again, you know. But uh, <clears throat> they had a fundraiser at the ballroom at uh, Fountain Square Ball. And uh, <clears throat> I got a lot of compliments on this, you know. And people were uh, really nice. Uh, you know, it's the best I've been treated for a while. <laughs> It's really hard to put, put this in words, and maybe that's the point. Art has a therapeutic component to it. My sister, who was mentally ill um, and was homeless for a period of time, found her way to embrace life through her art, where she couldn't speak her story necessarily, and she was a good artist. She found that she could teach through her art and did some of that. So I've always been sensitive to nonverbal expressions, music, art, all kinds of art, and that people find their voice. And so maybe that's what came. People began to find a voice that's not, I'm homeless. That is one of the reasons, the core reasons for this project is, is I think it brings out the humanness of the photographers in a way that the word homeless does not. Beauty strikes all of us. I can't tell you how many times I'll be walking with somebody and they'll say, did you see that? Or did you see that sunset last night? When they say that, I just go, yeah, wasn't that cool, you know? because it, it helps us connect as human beings, that the heart and the spirit of each of us is the same. We respond to things that touch us, and I think that that's what these photographs showed. For WFIU Arts, I'm Yael Cassander. Photographs by 11 homeless adults and three homeless children are featured in the December-January issue of Bloom Magazine. Selected photographs from the project will be on view at Pictora Gallery at 122 West 6th Street next month with an opening reception Friday, January 8th, 2016.